know that song? If you know that song and you know what was going on around those times, doing some research to find out to what was going on, why the song was called Wing Force and how it's connected, if it's connected to our relationship with understanding women. This is some research that um, we are working on and it has to do with wind energy. And yeah, our connection to wind in Barbados, you know, how I see it is that we are all scientists, we're all artists. Especially when you see how people make kites, fly kites, the pride around kites, the defiance when it comes to kites, making kites louder. There's kite flying, the whole kite flying culture, right? There's that. There's there's also the culture that we hear spoken about the most when it when we're talking about wind is yeah they got windmills you know they're windmills about the place you can see them about the place um, windmills part of our history of sugarcane being king you know to the point where like we had the second most windmills in the world per per square mile I think it was so but when you know when you look at wind in Barbados you know see Morgan Lewisville people know about Morgan Lewis mill you know there's that story of the story of the windmill on the plantation and we also know about you know we hear there there are two levels of stories like there's the story of like well the windmill is in the yard and that's where in a way crop over in a way crop over begun we're allowed in the yard to celebrate that's a story that we tell often but we know that there's stories before that but anyway you know in a way crop over started in, in the yard and on plantations as a as a day that we got to be quote unquote free but even before that you know how were the windmills built who was building the windmills you know even if the parts came from overseas, still there was a level of ingenuity when it came to like the building because you hear about how they built with molasses and eggshells and coral stone from Barbados. So even if the if the story that we're told is that the design came from the Dutch and then we adapted it here, you know, there's still a level of ingenuity and skills and stories and experiences in building them. And, and even before that, Surely, our ancestors were using wind and the sun, connecting to it and using it. 
So yeah, we know about food, we know about food, but water, there's also the connection to water. And that's why also along with windmills, you see wind, wind towers that were used for pumping water still around with a lot more blades, you know, that's how you see the difference. They're, they're taller and um, some of them, yeah, they're made of metal, so most that you see are now rusty. So there's, there's like connections to wind for sure. And even, you know, when you look at now Morgan Lewis, the one, the windmill that is preserved by the Barbados National Trust, it's, you can still see the wood blades. You can see, um, you can see stones in it and so on. But then there's a story which I heard, but when, you know, you do research online, you don't really see it. But, you know, there's a story, y'all, could someone can also let me know about this. What y'all heard, because you know how stories are, one person is telling one way, another person is telling another way. But about cars, if you park the car a certain place along Cherry Tree Hill, there by where Morgan Lewis is, that the car goes backwards, something like that. What was that story? That's another story. Um, that is connected to our win, which, you know, we were definitely relevant so we have these connections to win and I think it's real critical that we understand that many of us understand the wind in some way and there's there's a mix as well in terms of like there's a feeling of pride around kite flying and what people make and all that, there's the feeling of annoyance where people hear the thing buzzing. And then there's the the experience of fear too that you know kite kites could get tangled in the electricity wires and then you hear this this ads every year that say you're not supposed to fly the kites in these areas and people still do it, you know? So um there those three three levels, you know the pride, the annoyance, and the defiance. And in a way, that is similar to how we may see windmills because there's the, the pride in how they're built, the coral stones, how many of them are still standing. And Morgan Lewis Mill is not the only one that is being preserved. There are a few others. I've seen them being used for um, storage. Uh, we know there's one used as a restaurant. And and then there's some that are kept up, you know. So there's definitely that that pride. Uh, there's the could be the annoyance as well. Like there's this cross structure on people's property and people aren't really doing nothing with it, you know. I've seen some marks inside of some of them that look like people burn stuff in them. Um and then there's also a fair where there's stories of how people used to get, you know, their limbs used to get caught up in the windmill. And then that's that whole story of what you're finding sugar cane and all that, you know, like, but fair around like how the windmills used to work and how, you know, people may have been forced to still use the windmills even if they were causing harm. And I think 
those two between kite flying and windmills are important to to be aware of when we're talking about our vision um, for wind energy. There are those two. And then now the season that we're in, hurricane season, I would say there's there's like fair, basically fair around hurricanes because of the destruction that they've caused and they can cause. And wind is a major role in that destruction, that fear. And when you think about it, you know, understanding the direction that the hurricane is coming from, the wind speeds, is like you know, some of the most critical information to tune into um, because it will help you understand where things might be coming from, where things might be flying from, uh, and, and kind of expecting, expecting the speed at which the hurricane comes, which of course changes. Now we know hurricanes could speed up, loop around, and all kinds of things. So, so there's that fear around hurricanes, but also there's the the amazing value of understanding how wind moves through trees, how it moves, the feeling of wind. We then, but we then rely on, you know, the breeze and the wind to cool us down, to to make the heat of the day tolerable, to move. Not even like yeah, tolerable. But then there's a the whole level like the whole reason that wind blows is that it is a change in air pressure. It's like changing our, it's like changing our physical feeling of when we're feeling pressure too. Like breeze, wind through your head, you know, like it's cool you down, you know, and it's it's a part of our our identity, our place identity, to feel the wind, feel the breeze. And uh, yeah, even there's that. We have, there's so many songs that reference the wind. So many. The one that just came to me was, because I just heard it, Cool as the Breeze. And there's blowing in the wind. We talk about reggae. I'm, I started with talking about wind force. But who knows? Reggae as well, and in that there's a line where so that was so cool as the breeze, chronics, blowing in the wind, Jesse Royal, who knows, chronics and protege, and there's a line where he says, who knows, who knows, who knows, who knows, I just go where the trade wind blows. So even in that line, it shows you how like wind is a part of too like how we are like kind of people say go with the flow, go with the wind. But then it also reflects that remember trade winds are a major reason why um, a lot of the trading happen, how trading happen, and our history with what we grew. There's that. There's our maritime history. And then like on a real simple level, like understanding that line where he says, I just go where the trade wind blows. Like we go where the wind goes. The trees go where the wind goes. A northeast trade wind means that it is 
coming from the northeast, right? And it's going, it's going somewhere else. So that helps us remember too that winds, prevailing winds, what we call prevailing winds. And these are the winds over time because of geography and climate and all of that, that shape our culture in a way. Our prevailing winds are named based on where they're coming from. So then you have hurricanes where like you have different winds coming from different directions. That's a whole other thing. But you know that line there and the idea of a northeast trade wind too. And there there are shows called the trade winds, all kind of things, you know, all kind of things. But um it reminds us, you know, that to understand where we're coming from helps us vision where we're going, you know? And it means it means having an awareness, you know, like these stories are gonna be mixed in, you know, the fear of kite flying and even the fear of honestly when you see when a kite come down and there's this thread that you can't really see where it ain't if you're gonna run into it or drive it like there there's there's gonna be these mixes of stories of feeling fear and worry and pride you know but that doesn't mean that you know we shouldn't be aware of them and certainly let them let them help us with considering now the value that we have in terms of our history, um, in terms of what we understand about wind building, building windmills, experiencing wind, building kites, and uh, more. And then helping that, you know, be a part of how we shape what happens in Barbados when it comes to to really not just understanding wind but understanding weather and climate <laughs> that's the whole other thing because that's that's like a reality that is constantly we're constantly going to be facing and uh, that's definitely what what now our history and her stories, stories from all of us helps to shape the reality. And even with with stories, the gauge is the youth, you know. And and when I share certain stories or point out things to my nephew, he's five years old. You know, sometimes I am I'm listening to him and thinking about certain things, and then he, his what he says will just, you know, take my mind another direction, and it's a beautiful thing. Where, you know, I was showing him, I was asking him, so what do windmills do? What are they supposed to do? And he starts to move. He starts to move like how they move. Are the wind turbines move? You know, and. And I'm like, what do they do though? You know, but his understanding of the movement, that is that is where technology begins, the technique, you know. There's that even, but the direction I was going is what he said then. When he, he said he was like, 
I was like, what do they do? He was like, they help us breathe. I said, but what do they help us do? They help us breathe because we want to breathe. <laughs> so, you know, and then I'm like, after, I was like, that's, that's real profound, though. That is profound. Because, you know, wind can mean, using wind energy can mean cleaner air, you know? There's the way of looking at, yeah, you know, most of us understand fans and how fans work and fans help, you know, kind of make stagnant, it moves hot air around, but you know, it may, may make you feel, you know, like you, you can have clearer air, you know? So there's also that connection between seeing what a fan does and seeing what wind termites and windmills do. But you know, as I said, it's a gauge because it's it's profound what he said. It's always profound and, and that's why, you know, it's both about history and you and how they see things and how they interpret things and you know what what we wanna see, basically. Not even in the big long future. <laughs> I mean, there are decisions that are always being made about what is happening around us, which being aware of our history reality and how youths are engaging and interpreting things definitely defined how these decisions are made. <laughs>